Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is presented by Hummel Casino. Fun above all else. Morning, everybody. Ben and Woods, ninety-seven-three. The fan being uh, over dramatic as usual. That's okay. It's what we do. Uh, good to have you here. Today is Thursday, December seventh, and uh, you may know that date. Uh, it's a day that will live in infamy. Um, Pearl Harbor, Benny. It's uh, today is National Pearl Harbor Day of Remembrance, uh, December seventh. It's just one of those when you hear it, you go, "I need to know that date." That is a date I need to know. Uh, obviously, different uh, type of day over here. Uh, at the old Ben and Woods program, 97.3. Padres fans going to be talking to you today, I hope. I hope to hear from you guys uh, today and, and kind of work through this together, which is kind of what we do. I had a guy tweet us last night, need you guys tomorrow, need you for therapy tomorrow. And I said, okay, uh, you got it. You absolutely got it. Keeps us from having to actually plan anything. If you guys just call <laughs> and we can just shoot the S all day, fine by me. I'll put my feet up. I, I'm screwed because the entire day yesterday, I thought yesterday was Thursday. And I mean, I talked to Polly on the phone, and I go, well, hey, you know, thank God it's Friday tomorrow. And Paulie's like, it's Thursday tomorrow. I'm like, no, it's not. Tomorrow's Friday. And he goes, no, no, tomorrow's Thursday. And I went, oh, dude, come on, man. So it, I, I've been in the chamber uh, with that all, all day yesterday, and now this morning it's supposed to be Friday, but it's not. It's not. It's Thursday. So we got... Good, solid eight more hours of programming for you guys. Uh, I'm Woodsy. That is Paul Rindle. He's our executive producer. Good morning, Paulie. I will say uh, morning. Morning. It's morning. And uh, Benjamin Higgins, your friendly neighborhood sports anchor, is here. Good morning, Benjamin. Good morning. I wonder if, um, yeah, it will December 6th be an infamous day in Padres history, or uh, will this end up being a move that, that we look back and go, ah, I, guess, I guess they got just what they needed uh, in that one Soto trade. We will find out. I mean, yeah, that's that's the bit. I wish we could just leave it at that. <laughs> Can't wait to see how it all shakes out. Anyways, Thursday night football tonight. Oh, big matchup. If you had a gun to my head, I couldn't tell you who plays tonight. A gun 
to my head who plays on Thursday Night Football. Tonight. I only know I do the schedule. Oh no, for it's our the website. It's, it's the crappy. It's the P- Patriots and Steelers. Yes, it sir. Is. God, I am a sports pro. You have saved your life. Thank God we got that game. From Thursday Night Football Russian roulette over there. Yeah, geez, that was close. Uh, how was everybody's day yesterday? Beside the, uh, it was awful. What were your What were your processes with uh, the trade? You know, listen. If you're joining the program, you've been uh, stuck in a in a, a cave. <laughs> uh, the deal is final. It's Juan Soto is moving on. He's going to the New York Yankees. We got four or five players back. We'll get into all of those guys. Yeah, I think, I think yesterday was because um, even during our show, it felt like it was heading that direction. Oh yeah, but. Wasn't there yet by the time we got off the air. Then it felt like it was imminent. You got the reports in the early afternoon that they were going to medicals. It was pretty much a done deal. And then all of a sudden, nothing happened. And and then it started feeling like the deal might be falling apart or collapsing. Uh, there were reports, obviously, that the Yankees had left the winter meetings without a deal in place. Hey, when you're trying to close the deal... You made the analogy, I think, earlier this week. Never let them walk across the street to another dealership. And the Yankees left without the deal. And I'm going, that can't that can't be a positive sign toward more momentum. Or if, if it was really close, wouldn't they want to stay, get the get a press conference done before they left? But they left, so it felt like now it's not close. And I wasn't sure. Am I happy that the deal could be falling apart because I don't want Juan Soto to leave? Or Am I feeling like, are we just going to have to go through this again the next day and the next day and possibly with another team and endlessly this offseason until it actually happens? And then by the time it was officially announced and the Padres sent an email, I think I got it at 8.22 last night, was the official email. I think about 45 minutes before that, you had Joel Sherman tweeting that the deal was completed. It was just waiting for the announcement. I think it was just kind of relief that it was over for me. Yeah. You know, I I didn't want to I didn't want to keep belaboring and going on and on with the speculation of what could happen. The Padres needed to move on with their off season, and now we can actually discuss what the twenty twenty four team might look like in the future. Yeah, it certainly paints a little bit a uh, little bit more of a, a clear picture. I say that, but I know that that's probably not the case as well. There's a better than there's a better than decent chance that. You don't see two or three of these guys in a Padres uniform or at spring training, right? I mean, they're now once you get those five guys back from from the Yankees, you still have other needs. AJ Preller is a wheeler; he is a dealer. This is his this is his World Series every single year, the <laughs> off season, literally, because um, we don't go to the World Series. But this is it. He's really good at this. So if you, it wouldn't surprise me if I we never cast our eyes on two of these guys. And I don't know which ones they are. I don't know what else you would do, but I know that this team still has holes. I know that. Um, So, yeah, it was, for me, like, I I go through it a few different ways. I go through it as the baseball fan, right? The baseball fan is first in me. As much as you would like me to be sports radio uh, host first, as much as the Padres would like me to be Padres flagship host as I'm baseball fan first. And so my baseball fan, my inner baseball fan said, this is awful. (laughs) This is just horrible. You never want to get to a position where you have to deal a 24 year old elite player. Um, My son loves him. He didn't take it as hard as I thought. I got him in the car yesterday. I go, did you hear the news? He goes, the Soto. I go, yeah. He goes, I go, how do you feel? He goes, I mean, 
I, we can still watch him play when he plays on the Yankees. I mean, yeah, but you got to play against him now. What if he beats you? He goes, all right, well, oh, well. I mean, he didn't care. You know, I was like, oh, okay, cool. That's good. But I loved watching him play. I loved watching him hit. I loved the. Uh, I loved what he brought to the the table. I've never seen anybody have more fun playing baseball. Tatis, when he when he first came up, did, and he's been a little scarred over the years, right? Juan Soto hasn't been scarred. Juan Soto has fought through a lot. He's fought through a really gnarly slump at the beginning of last year. Found his way back to having a monster season. Baseball fan Woods was not. I wasn't happy about it, and I was pretty sad by it actually because I really like Juan Soto. You know me, I am always Mr. Brightside. I'll take a glass that has three drops of water in it and tell you why it's half full. I don't think anyone can tell you why this is a good thing for the San Diego Padres or why they like this deal for the San Diego Padres. Honestly, I don't know that A.J. Preller really even liked trading Juan Soto and loved the deal that he made. He finally had to admit, though, yesterday, heard the words, I... I got a budget. I got to. Li- I got to live yeah. with it now. He actually said, he actually said that. He said the word budget. I think for the first time, maybe in his life, <laughs> he said the word budget yesterday. He said defections, free agent. We have free agent defections, which I, I have not heard things like that come out of his mouth. A, a cold dose of reality, and you know, I didn't. I didn't get the sense when he was sitting there, and we'll we'll hear from. A.J. Preller, our Sam Levitt, was up late on the scene. What was it, like 11 o'clock yeah, in Nashville like, last I night? I saw him when, post a picture. It was like 1 a.m. When Sammy talked to A.J. last night, we will hear from him. And I saw an A.J. Preller that did what he had to do but wasn't necessarily thrilled about it. You can never you can never claim trading a player like Juan Soto is a, is a good thing or yeah. just what we needed. <clears throat> right. It's not. And I'm not going to try to paint it in that light. Um, I will say that I was living with kind of an existential dread about the 2024 Padres because with no additional players coming in, if they kept Juan Soto and they were living with this budget and had nothing to spend on free agents and they were going to go into the season with Joe Musgrove, Hugh Darvish, Pedro Avila, Matt Waldron, and who knows what else in a starting rotation. And and uh, let's say one of those top guys got hurt. I mean, both of them are coming off of injuries. I was I was terrified of a one man rotation with nothing but castoffs and rejects and Vince Velasquez's and Jake Arrieta's. We and did that. Just it, it it even with a great offense. I'd love watching Juan Soto and Tatis again and Machado and Bogarts. Hopefully all. You can't enjoy baseball if you have no pitching whatsoever, though. If every if if the second, third, fourth, and fifth guys in your rotation are are giving up eight, nine runs most nights, that's horrible. That's a horrible baseball season. And I now at least have some hope with the, with the guys they brought in and the fact that they've cleared up and probably have you know forty million dollars to spend on the free agent market and can get more pitching and can address their outfield situation and. You know, at least I'm not like panicked by what it's going to look like in 2024. You know, and it, you can't. I, 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 it's not a fire sale. It's not a rebuild. What it is, and this is a very, this is a very um, lame term. It's they're just they're re, they're trying to reset the thing, and they had to reset the thing. Um, and it sucks. Like I said, baseball fan Woods was like, "Oh, cool! I don't get to go see Juan Soto." Next year, I don't get to watch him play. That's the right take. Yeah, and then if you're, if, if you're a baseball fan, you should be bummed today. You have a 
generational type player, one of the best hitters in the game, and you don't get to see him on a daily basis anymore. Yeah, that's a, a bummer. It's a for bummer, fans. man. No doubt. I love, I love, I love hitting. I love hitting. Just, I'm, it I'm, it I'm, happened so quick too. Like what? What happened over the yeah, last sixteen the, months? The plan definitely. You know, the, the plan definitely changed. I saw somebody compare what AJ Preller is doing right now to a video game, and I will say this: this is what I want to be my overarching thought of the day. This is what kept me up a little bit last night thinking about it, and I and I, and I tweeted semi about it, but I'll go a little bit harder here. Turning over this roster constantly and not only the roster the coaching staff the i mean the minor leagues uh, turning this thing over every year is exhausting it's exhausting to keep up with it's exhausting to cover it's exhausting to defend if you feel like you have to defend it do you it's feel like exhausting. do you feel like the Padres are are alone in that though i mean you know Car- carlo chiquetto who is a, a tv guy here and I like Carlo, but he's a USC fan and a Dodger fan. So me and him always are. He does the thing, too, which I don't like. Sweet little Padres. You'll get there one day. He does that. But I root for you guys. I, how could I not? I live in this beautiful. I root for you guys, too. He does. And I'm like, F you. F you, <laughs> Carlo. That. He does that. He does it. And it's patronizing and it's garbage. So he goes, he said something to the effect last night. I'll pull it up, man. He's like, well, isn't that just sports in general now? He goes, I'm a, I'm a USC fan. I have no idea who's on my team next year. I go, it's a good point. The NBA is like that. The NFL, eh, little, you can keep a core together. Major League Baseball, you're right. There's a lot of turnover. None more than here. None more. I mean, it is it, the churn here is ungodly. It's ungodly, and it's. But got, even it's, with that churn, you know, Manny's been here now five, six yep. years. Tatis is is locked in place. Yeah, thirty Joe, million dollars a year will you, do that for they you. They are locked in place. Yep. I mean, that's what to avoid the churn. It takes long term, huge investments. The Padres have made or some. Or it takes really good drafting, really good development, yeah. and that's that's it. You look at the Astros. Do you feel like they churn a lot? You don't really feel like it. You feel like. They got a solid team. And there's just one example. But my overarching point is it's exhausting to cover. It's exhausting to defend. Now, put yourself in the guy, put yourself in the shoes of the guy that's actually sitting at this huge video game monitor. Okay, I'm going to go five for one here. And then I got to do this. Ah, coach just left. I got to fire. It's maddening. It's maddening. I give him credit. For being able to spin all of those plates, but if I'm if I'm on in this organization, do you? If you guys are prospects in this organization, and it's probably this way with everywhere, but especially here, if you're prospects in this organization, does Jackson Merrill think he will ever put on a Padres uniform, or is he just live his life constantly and be like, I'm a Red any day now. I'm a Royal. I'm a Red. I'm a Pirate. Like, does anybody here think that they're gonna? Be the next guy. As soon as he sees a report that you know Team B is shortstop, and you're like, oh, we're making pitchers available. He's like, well, that's where I'm heading. It just it feels like a video game sometimes, and it feels like at some point, at some point, you'd love to see what Peter Seidler asked you for the most: continuity. You want to see some continuity? We have a little. We have a little. Still replacing an entire staff. We have no hitting coach. We got no first base. Uh, Messias back? No, no. I don't think so. No third base coach. 
We have all kinds of stuff to do, and it's always like this. Well, radio uh, therapy, which is, I think, what we like to do on mornings like this, talk it out, is not us shouting at you. It's a discussion. So this is one of those mornings where we do open the phone lines and listen and talk to Padres fans out there. If you want to join us, 833-288-0973. Obviously, we've been looking through multiple, if you're like me, multiple scouting reports on all the players that are coming in. So we will talk about what the Padres have gotten in return, what else they now need to do in this offseason and do have some money to do it going forward. Uh, Some of the rumors that uh, are already out there as to what the next step for A.J. Preller is going to be this offseason. We will get into all of that. This is an ongoing four-hour discussion this morning that will center around the Juan Soto trade and the future of the San Diego Padres. We'll have a regular segments as well, including... Daily Diddy is coming up next. The theme this week is songs with commonly mistaken or misheard lyrics. Back to me. I started the week. I've got another one for you coming up next, and then we will get right into it. We'll hear from A.J. Preller, that late-night audio from Sam Levitt last night as well. It is all coming up. Glad to have you with us. It's Ben and Woods on San Diego's number 1 sports station. Kelly's got traffic, and we are back next here on 97.3 The Fan. about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole well good thing instacart shoppers are as picky as you are they find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line they are milk expiration date detectives they bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are so let instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Which is wondering, what did I miss here in this song? The theme this week is misheard lyrics. I understand she's spelling out the word respect. That's not what I miss here. Paul, right. bring it back up here. 
It's what happens after the respect part that she says that I have misheard for my entire life. <laughs> I thought she said, take out the TCP. Like, okay, so if you take the TCP out of take respect, care. it's R-E-S-E. Do you eat mushrooms But she yesterday? says, take care, TCB. <laughs> take care, taking care of business, care TCB. Of business. Yeah. I didn't know that. I thought she was trying to take out. Take care, TCP. TCB. TCB. But I thought she was taking the letters TCP out of respect. And what are you getting? What's If you like rearrange like the letters and are left? This isn't my favorite. Uh, <laughs> this isn't my favorite. Misheard lyric? No. It's a good misheard lyric. But it's this is a very hard category. Oh, yeah. It's a little it's tough. It's a very week. tough Yeah, for category. sure. Anyway, we digress. We do. As we usual. always digress. That's Basically, the show is one long digression. digression. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and as as big as the news uh, was yesterday, as big as the news remains, there's always something that can slap you and put you right back in your place and give you a little bit of perspective. And that person... Is here with us right now, and it is our dear friend, John Flynn, from down the hall at KSON, the John and Tammy program. Johnny, good morning, buddy. Guys, thank you for letting me come in here. I know you want to be a sports guy, so... Totally. This, any How many ex- times do I walk by here and it's like I crane my neck, hoping you guys will give me the old, come keep on, on, come on. He pops in, and he's like, man, Kirby Puckett in 1990, you guys don't even know. You should have seen it. He was unbelievable. <laughs> Made me sound older. Can we come up with a player that's still living? Possibly. So, Johnny... <laughs> This is uh, this is your this is your World Series right now. Right now, I really appreciate you saying that. I know you guys have a huge busy day today, so thank you for giving me just a moment. Not of really. Your time. Actually, we're good. I am not. <laughs> I am not asking you to listen to KSON to listen to John and Tammy San Diego's morning show. I am asking you if you are a parent or if you have a beating functioning heart to give us a, just a minute of your time and text the word kids to the number 785-833. We have just started our 36th KSON St. Jude Country Cares for Kids Radiothon, where we are raising as much money for the best children's research hospital in the world, a place in Memphis, Tennessee. And you're asking, why would I donate to a, a hospital in Memphis, Tennessee, when we got a beautiful hospital right down the street here at Rady? Because Memphis is the place where St. Jude is, where they have this massive research facility where they never ever stop getting protocol to stop catastrophic diseases in yep. children and they freely share this protocol around the world. They don't put it up to the highest bidder. They say here, save lives. There are kids right now that we're going to have on our show uh, throughout the day today and tomorrow that have been saved here in San Diego, living, breathing proof because of St. Jude Children's Research Hospital and the research that they shared with Rady and said, here, save some kids' lives. And you can do that. It's $19 a month. And again, you don't have to listen to country music. I get it if you don't dig it. That's fine. Guy in the chat just said, country music blows. Thank you. So very, very you, know what, I, you know what blows more? <laughs> telling your kid, I hope you live to be five. That's what, that's, exactly. what, that's what really blows. I don't care what you listen to. Exactly. I appreciate your opinion, though, sir, and you're a very <laughs> handsome man, I'm sure. But what I'm saying... <laughs> What I'm saying is that, I mean, Woodsy, is there anything more important to you than your kid? Absolutely. When your kid has a fever, wouldn't you do anything Anything. to have that fever yourself? Anything. So your kid doesn't have to be sick. Ben, you're the same way, man. Paula, you'll figure it out when you have your kids. There's nothing more important than just seeing your kid thrive and be be happy and living. And right now, there are kids at Rady, there are kids at Memphis, at St. Jude, who might not make it to Christmas. It's awful. Who 
can't talk about graduating high school or driving a car or dancing with their dad at their wedding because they are scared to death that they're going to die. And I've seen uh, you know parents who have kids who are unfortunately ill at St. Jude's. They will like never see a bill. Never. At that never. hospital. They, that, they will never see a bill. Thank you, Ben. That's the most astounding thing about St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. Anyone that's had a kid with a broken arm or even asked for a Tylenol at a hospital and then gotten the bill knows how ridiculous (laughs) it is. My daughter Julia was born with a cleft lip and palate. She had many plastic surgeries in her life. Her last one, I got a bill for $135,000 because my insurance company thought it was an elective cosmetic surgery. Mm. I got my daughter a boob job, right? Yeah, right. It it destroyed my marriage, guys. Mm. Think about... Think about... Having that horrible news brought to you that your kid has cancer, yeah, and you don't have to pay a thing. It's the it's only thing care you of. have to worry about is being a parent and taking care of that child. You are buying hope. You are buying time, and maybe you're buying life. Eight. I'm sorry. Years ago, when St. Joe Children's Research Hospital opened in the '60s, if your kid had cancer, your kid was basically going to die. Right. 20% survival rate back then. Oh. Almost 90% survival rate now. Amazing, a direct man. result of what we are doing and what you are doing. And I'm so proud to say that KSON was the first station in America to start the St. Jude Radiothons. Uh, it's a big deal. And it's again, huge. I, 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 again, I don't care if you hate country. I don't care if you hate me. You love kids, right? You yeah. love your kids. And if you have healthy kids, like Woodsy's two beautiful boys, my God, they're balls of fire. Uh, do it in thanks, in thanks for that. You know, thank whoever you want to thank for your healthy kids and make a donation to St. Jude. I've got a number for you. It's 800-963-4673, 800-963-4673, or you can just text KIDS to 785-833. I'll spell it out because I know this is a sports crowd. K-I-D-S to 785. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was just going to say it's easy to remember because 785 and 833 is the Padres record over the last 10 seasons. That's so right. That's exactly right. Just remember right. it that way. 785 <laughs> That sounds right. Yeah. Serious. <laughs> like, how the hell did you know that, man? Uh, text, text, text kids, kids yeah. to 785. 785. It's probably not that good, actually. 833. 833. Uh, guys, I thank you so much. Thank oh, by John. the way, when you yeah. become a partner in Hope, you get this rad, kick-ass St. Jude t-shirt and brand new this year, the limited-time St. Jude hoodie, uh, which is, I don't you don't probably need any help helping kids live, but this is a nice little incentive for you. John, guys, that's awesome. Thank you for stopping by. I love by. you. I'm a tier thank one. You, man. Yeah. I appreciate the time. I'm so sorry about Juan Soto, but go pop. No pods. John Flint, uh, important important news. Thank you, John. Uh, yeah, St. Jude's, the Radiothon is going on, and, and text kids to 785-833. Johnny is very, very passionate. They're in there for like... Like three like or four days. Three or four days. He started doing, yesterday. Yeah, today's the first day. It's pretty gnarly, man. So he's, he's on, you know, his emotions are... are his, uh, the nerves are a little bit frayed uh, because they... Not only do they help raise money, but they're playing audio and talking to the kids. And I couldn't do it. I'd cry at everything. I could not make it through one of those. So I have a lot of respect for them. They do that every year. So, Tier 1s, if you could, uh, please text the word KIDS to, once again, 785... Oh, God. 785-833. 785-833. I'm going to write that down so I remember. 785 wins, 833 losses right there. Whatever helps you do Remember, that. you all just right, make, make sure you text down. it. Yeah, let's we're going to break down the trade, get into all the details of Juan Soto to the New York Yankees, what the Padres are getting back. And if you want to get on the phone lines now, you can. 833-288-0973. 833-288-0973. This segment of Ben Woods brought to you by the Golf Mart. We're right back. On San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fam.
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. All right, we know what you're here for. Talk and trade. Juan Soto, by the way, and Trent Grisham, of course, going to the yeah. New York Yankees. Padres yeah. traded two-thirds of their starting outfield yesterday. Two lefties. You, well. I, I can't recall many times in baseball where a team traded two-thirds of their starting outfield in the same deal. Yeah, nuts. Um, you know, across the country. Like, and not, Woods, not getting one back. Woods made an excellent point. Whatever the Padres do from this point forward, they need to acquire left-handed anything. Pitching, hitting, <laughs> yes. anything. They have become loaded with a very right-handed team at this point yeah. um, uh, on both sides of the ball. So you've got to imagine that whatever A.J. Preller is targeting at this point in free agency or still on the trade market, they got to bring some left-handed bats and pitchers in to bring some balance in to what is a very lopsided, now right-handed roster, which at this moment is estimated to be at about the $145 million level in payroll. Yep, that's quite that's quite a uh jump down a fall down, yeah. I guess. When when two hundred million seemed like we can't there's nothing the Padres can <laughs> right. do. They're at one ninety. How are they gonna get anything? Okay, all of a sudden now you've got somewhere in the neighborhood of fifty million dollars for just this season yeah. to play with to sign more pitching, to sign uh, a center fielder or a corner outfielder and move Tatis to center, another corner outfielder, maybe a first baseman pitching. There's still a lot to be done, and you're still going to have to make those dollars stretch a little bit if you really want to address every need that the Padres have during this offseason. But at least there's some reasonable way to do it. And when AJ admitted yesterday, you know, part of this part of this game is we I got a budget and we got to do the most with it that we can. He finally acknowledged that it is not an unending siphon of payroll that he can deal with at this point, and he's going to have to deal in the world of the real, like most other GMs usually have to deal with, and he has somehow kind of been immune to the last couple of seasons. 
you want to play it? Do we have it? Do we have that clip? Of uh, talking I think about we that? do. Uh, we do have that clip. Let's ch- check traffic, okay. and then if you want to call us, 833-288-0973, we can play that clip, and then we'll give you our, our breakdown of the players the Padres are getting back in this trade coming up here on 97.3 The Fan. You know, it definitely, again, like I think the the exercise always is you have a budget and you're trying to make, you know, the, make the team work within the budget. Um, it definitely gives us gives us two things, I think some flexibility and then also just some clarity on what the rest of the offseason looks like. So I think part of the discussion in the last few days was, you know, do you wait, do you hold out and see what's going on in the market? And I think we did a, you know, again, I think our group did a good job of flushing out different options, et cetera. Uh, but it also gives us some clarity on uh, there's a lot of good players out there, um, both trade and free agency, that we want to be at least at least be able to participate and see if we can add to our team. And, and this deal enables us to, to kind of move on with the offseason. Yeah. yeah. I'll tell you, too, like Padres fans, I saw, you know, I saw a lot of, I, you know, listen, last night was it was raw. It, it always is raw when something like that happens. I'm, I was the rawest MF out there. I was feeling very raw and exposed. Um I think the thing that that you can re- you can be really pissed come March if they take this money and shove it in their pockets and and go out and spend well we spent seven million dollars to bring in six players that's when you can be that's when you can say the things of like you lied you lied to us you I mean you cleared up this money time for you to spend it and I I think they're going to in fact. I I I bet a lot of money that this money is going to go right back into the team. Now again, they pocket that money. I think you have every right to be be massively upset. And they go out and get a bunch of replacement level players to play left, to play center, to play first, to to round out the rotation. I think you have a right to be upset right now. Sure you do. Sure, absolutely. With the caveat of let's see what happens. Yeah, absolutely. I'm I'm not telling anybody they can't be upset. I'm upset. I'm upset. Like yesterday sucked. I, yesterday sucked. That said, we've seen it so many times in baseball where the owner just, he's gone, he's gone, he's gone, my money. And they roll out a, a team on opening day, and you go, you got they've done it here, Ben. And you, you go, you got to be kidding me. You got to be kidding me. I don't think that's going to happen because they're still rumored on guys that are going to be fairly expensive and they still have trade capital right now they have they have the ability they have more to than go, they, did yesterday. they have more than they did yesterday so i'm not trying to brightside this thing for you i'm really not i'm still bummed i'll tell you straight up about the return i saw yesterday did not blow my hair back it didn't i'm ready to go through it and talk about yeah, it it's uh it, it, for anyone who says the padres didn't get as much back as they traded for one soto you are absolutely right um, but that is also to be expected. When you buy a car with 15,000 miles on it, and then you sell it two years later with 40,000 miles on it, you're not expecting to get as much for it as when you bought it. The assets don't appreciate, especially when Juan Soto only has one year of control left. So you expected some lesser return. But I also think you can't evaluate this trade in its entirety. And I'm not saying for five years. I'm saying you can't evaluate it until you see what the Padres spend that money on. Yeah. It's The Padres weren't going to be able to do anything if they kept Juan Soto. They were going to have to pretty much scrape the bottom of the barrel. So anything that happens at this point in the offseason, well, in my mind, kind of gets added onto this Juan Soto trade as as part of the return for Juan Soto. Yeah, I, I agree. I, and that's, that's, a, that's a one way to look at it. I mean, you could have... You could have still made moves with the prospect capital that you do have. I don't know how much they wanted to do that after, you know, just but now. You really couldn't have added much money, though. 
you know, you could trade for star players, but yeah. star players generally have a salary that you have to pay. You got to pay them. If uh, you know, as we just heard, AJ, the the name of the game. You know, as I've always said, no, you haven't always said that. You never say the word budget <laughs> at all. I've never heard him say it. <laughs> I've never heard you say never. that. But he said the name, you know, name of the game is doing as much as you can with the budget you are given. That is not what you've been saying the last couple of years, but it is absolutely yeah, it definitely, true. Again, like I think the the exercise always is you have a budget and you're trying to make. Is that right. the exercise always? That's it's never really been <laughs> the, uh, the exercise. So, so what, the the, vol- the volume, like I, I said this last night, you get a five for one. You're like, hell yeah, we needed volume, we got volume, so check that box. You got five players for the for one. Well and, and it's taking more, names and two. numbers out of it. It's, two, sorry. Yeah, it's more than two. that. It's it's how much control you have over those players. The Padres could have up to twenty two seasons of control on the five players they yeah. acquired. They had three seasons of control on Soto and Grisham that they gave up. So they're netting nineteen more seasons of baseball players. Now I don't know that any of those seasons will be anywhere near as good as the one season the Yankees are getting out of Juan Soto in this trade. It's going to be a really good season. I talked to somebody in baseball yesterday. They said Juan Soto is going to hit 50 home runs next year. I said, wow. There's a really good chance of it. (laughs) Uh, You know, he's not a dead pull hitter. So, you know, the Yankee Stadium, the short porch and right may not benefit him as much as some right-handed players. But let's let's not. He's going to be good. Let's not. uh, I mean, let's. Hitting at Yankee Stadium is easier than hitting at Petco Park. Those numbers are going to be very hard to stomach this year. Uh, Aaron Judge, what he's doing. Aaron Judge hitting. I'm assuming behind him. <laughs> probably not going to hurt him. I would he, guess. Verdugo, Judge, and Soto in your outfield. This is interesting. That's and Grisham, yeah. Grisham to to you know spell one of those guys. So what did Giancarlo. the What did the Padres <laughs> get? It seems clear that you know the the two players that they really wanted to center the deal around were Michael King, <clears throat> right-handed pitcher, 28 years old who has two years of control left, so he's a, a second-time ARB-eligible player going into this season, went 4-8 and eight with a 2.75 ERA last year in a bit of a Nick Martinez-type role for the Yankees. Uh, pitched in the bullpen, got some saves, six saves, 127 strikeouts, 32 walks. Uh, had a 1.15 whip, which is really solid. Uh, at the end of the season, he moved consistently into the starting rotation and excelled in the last couple of months of the season as a starter. Presumably, he slots in as the Padres' number three starter next season. Uh, I, I think right absolutely. Now behind you, Darvish, and Joe Musgrove. Yeah. The other player that really looked like the Padres were centering around was the prospect in the deal, Drew Thorpe, who was the second round pick of the Yankees in 2022, had his first professional season last year, went right to high A ball after he uh, graduated from college out of Cal Poly San Luis Obispo, excelled at both levels, went 14 and 2 with a 2.52 ERA, was named the minor league. Uh, National Minor League Pitcher of the Year last year, 182 strikeouts, 38 walks. Now, he doesn't, he's not a flamethrower, and that has has kept his prospect like, oh, that guy must be one of the top five prospects in baseball. He's not. He's only like top 100. And I think, I think but he's like 99. He's like near the bottom <laughs> yeah. of the top 100 because he only throws like 91 to 93 as a fastball. His changeup is... Outstanding, one of the best in the minor leagues. Really good, uh, you know. The breaking pitches are good. Seems he's to be effective. A, a good pitcher. Yeah, like he's a good, you know, good, what, good pitcher. What is his ceiling? Is he a future superstar in the making? I don't know. Three to four. I'd you say know. like a three. Yeah, good, solid three I, to I four mean, starter. I think I think a, a fair projection is more of a middle of the rotation starter in Gotta major league baseball. Got to have him. Uh, but you know, you've got him on the cheap for many years to come. He has yet to make his major league debut. The other guys. 
are depth. They are five starters, six starters. Bullpen. Yeah, um, Randy Vasquez and Johnny Brito, who both pitched on the major league level last year for the Yankees. Vasquez, two and two, two eight seven ERA. Yeah. So you know, he can get major league pitchers out. Johnny Brito hitters. He can get major league hitters out. Johnny Brito probably, not, probably pitchers too. Nine and seven, four two eight ERA, which is. Not spectacular, but also pitching in the AL East and some good hitters parks. Uh, you know, you look at those numbers and go at Petco Park. He he actually could be a decent sure. back of the rotation type guy. So they didn't get nothing in this trade. They got pitching depth that they badly needed from the New York Yankees. And you know, the Yankees, I don't think wanted to give up as much as they did. That's for sure in this deal. So you did at least hold out for more. You didn't have to eat your hair. Good. Clark Schmidt was not the centerpiece of this deal. You said you'd eat your hair. Yeah. Clark Schmidt was the centerpiece. He was not. He was not even included in the deal. The uh, centerpiece, obviously, was Kyle Higashioka, 33-year-old catcher, backup catcher. Uh, but now your catching situation is is probably worked out as well with, with Higgy, as they call him. I like that. Higgy v. Higgy at spring training, <laughs> if he's still uh, on the team. Um, Higashioka and Camposano. He's been around. I mean, he's 33 years old. He came up in the, the system, but they said he was around when Andy Pettit was still on the yeah. Yankees. So kind of a below average defensive catcher. Good framer. Yep. Uh, he will give you 10 home runs in 250 at bats. He almost, did it last year. Almost. Did it the year before. Did it the year before. Almost exactly guaranteed 10. 10. He feels like. Ella Petco, though. Yeah, Petco probably maybe less. Translates to six. He feels like. The exact prototypical backup catcher in Major League Baseball. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, Luis Camposano now is so solidly your starting yep. catcher with Kyle Higashioka as your, your backup guy who's going to probably start once a week and, you know, come in when necessary. You know, hopefully Camposano stays healthy and has a good season and Higgy can give you his 10 home runs. That's what I'm hoping for again. Just somehow, somehow get your 10 and we'll take that at the end of the year. But that's the pitch, exactly right. The pitching is the key here. I don't think the Padres have enough even yet. I, I, I'd like to see them go out and spend some of that money, Woods, that they have freed up and bring back. I think Seth Lugo uh, would be uh, someone I would like to see now return to the starting rotation. I know maybe people would rather see them spend more and bring back Blake Snell, but to me, I feel like Seth Lugo slots right in there behind Michael King and could be a very... Very good number four starter for you next season. Uh, already comfortable with the Padres. Had a really good season working with Ruben Niebla. I would like to see some of that money maybe put toward a return for Seth Lugo. I don't, can you get him on a three-year deal? You know, how, What's the market going to look like after the season he had last year? Can you convince him to come back? I think that's someone the Padres should target going forward. Eno Saris, our beloved uh, from The Athletic, broke down these guys. He's got a new piece. I'm not obviously not going to read all of it, but he's he's high on, on Michael King. He likes what he brings to the table. The only thing about King that bums me out is the, is the two years uh, of control, but... You know, I, I don't know. If you like what you see out of Michael King and think that he's a San Diego Padre for the next seven, eight years, there's no reason you can't sit down with him in spring training and say, we'd like you to be a part of this rotation. Let us buy out a couple of these arm years. Let's get you here. Or let's just see what you got for two years. Yeah, I mean, I could see them getting to spring if they like what they see. Maybe a, a four-year deal, sure. two years of two arbitration, years of arm, yep. and then two of the free agency. That would get him to age 32. Yep. And then... Then you kind of know, is he is he staying healthy? Is he pitching well for you? You can make the decision then, but uh, you could put something like that together to control him a little bit longer beyond the end of this arbitration period. So I, I don't think that's the worst idea, Woods. He says that, that Brito, Vasquez, and Thorpe, they all have very intriguing aspects of their own. They will provide 
optionable depth, because they do have options as well, uh, if the Padres' other young minor league pitchers pass them as they improve. So that's there is a lot more control involved, and I don't just mean length of contract. They can be sent down. They will. They those guys will see some buses this year, I would imagine. So unless they come up and, and are lights out and and fit right into the the bullpen or the back end of the rotation, um, again, you got depth. You got volume. That's what you re- – if you had to do it, you had to get it. I wanted I wanted an outfielder. I wanted Spencer Jones. I wanted Jason Dominguez. I wanted some offensive firepower as well. But I understand maybe, just maybe, there's some other things in the works for some other players that can bring you that because I mentioned it earlier. We have three lefties on the entire roster, Matt Carpenter, Jake Cronenworth, and Tom Cosgrove, and that's pitching and hitting, obviously. So you've got to balance this thing out a little bit better, and I, and hopefully that's in the in the cards. And one of those players already being rumored, uh, even reported yesterday, I think uh, Kevin AC in the UT said the Padres are very in on Jung-Hoo Lee, the former Korean MVP on the KBO, uh, who is an outfielder, a center fielder, a plus defender, a guy who hits, at least did in Korea, over 300. Obviously, there are always... You know, question marks is how, how is that going to translate to the big leagues? It took Hassan Kim, you know, a couple of seasons to really find his footing and become the player that he's become. Padres don't really have a couple of seasons to um, uh, let another player find their footing. They need someone who can hit the ground running. Can uh, if they did go after Jung Ho Lee, would Hassan Kim's experience maybe accelerate that learning curve? You know, take some of the things that have worked for Hassan Kim and they're tight, aren't they? I believe they're they are. They played together on the Heroes, the Kiwoom Heroes. So they I are. They're like best friends. They're okay, really, so they're really close. So the I've seen. I mean, I've seen projections all over the place for what he's going to cost. Thirteen million is the the check you need to stroke just to sign him. So thirteen million, but that does not count against your your budget. Essentially, you just got to. Here you go, $13 million to the, the team in Korea, and then you work out a contract with him. Five-year deal potentially is what they're talking about. He's 25 years old. He won the MVP a couple of years ago uh, in Korea, but he's coming off what they say was a pretty gnarly ankle injury. Um, he made his way back for one ceremonial at bat last year. They said, hey, you got down the line pretty good for a guy that had a gnarly surgery. Um, listen, if he's anything like Ha Sung Kim, great. I Eno came on and wasn't super high on him. I've done a little bit more reading about him. I could certainly be convinced, Benny. But I, now there will be other teams that are in on him as well. No so question. There's no guarantee you get him, but he's someone the Padres are targeting. They need outfielders. They need uh, bats, corner, and they need lefties, as you said. They need left-handers right away. He is left-handed, correct? He is left-handed. Well, he is yep. left-handed, which, uh, which fits the bill right now. All right, we'll come back. Uh, tell you something that's really important to the Ben and Woods program when we return next year on 97.3 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 